This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. A lot of times the bride is looking for the approval or looking for that special reaction from her mom. That was me. Yeah. And I'm very close to my mother, but she was like a blank slate with every dress. What are you thinking? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. Momming today with Haley Page, wedding dress designer and contributor to Say Yes to the Dress. I so binge that show. I do like long marathons. There's something about wedding dresses. Haley, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. How did you first design a wedding dress and why? Oh my gosh. Of all the things to design. I know. Um, I would say I'm just very attracted to romance and... Ever since I was young, I appreciate the creative factor that goes into it and the emotional capacity. Um, So when I was really young, my grandmother taught me to sew and bake at a young age. So I was exposed to that creativity early on and then grew up watching Disney princess movies um, and then loved animation. So I started to do graphic art and illustration at a young age too. And then that just kind of folded all together and became a huge passion of mine to want to become a wedding dress designer. Favorite wedding dress you've ever designed and for whom? Oh my gosh. Um, so it changes. It's so hard to just pick one favorite because my appreciation level always changes, especially meeting so many brides. And you can have this one stellar dress that sells really well, but it looks different on every single girl. So you just get new appreciations. But if you were strong holding me to it, I would say the Gilmore gown, which was designed maybe six seasons ago. And I embroidered baby unicorns and mythological creatures and scenes from Aladdin's castle, like all these like little mysteries within the embroidery. The Gilmore gown? I'm Googling. Yes. So it's it's named after David Gilmore (laughs) from Pink Floyd, which is also another rogue reference and inspiration point for me is music. But um but it was just magical, you know, and I love that you can be really specific with design and not have to be everything to everyone. Okay, I love this dress too. It's um, <laughs> it's it's sort of deconstructed ballroom. Uh, so a little bit. It has the elements of it feeling like it's undone in some areas, but ultimately it is a ball gown, and uh, I really like to break up the shapes and proportions mm-hmm. and not be afraid to take a little bit of a fashion risk. So with that dress, you have a lot more of the detail up top and then the bottom is just kind of flowy and floofy. Um, But it was an exclusive dress. So we don't offer it on the collection, which is kind of part of our business model. Not every single dress makes it into the stores, but you still can appreciate it and sell it as an exclusive style, which we did. So what's hot and on trend right now for, for brides specifically? I think one of the best things about designing right now is that girls want to feel unique and different Mm. and they're willing to just be 
really expressive and in tune with their identity. So you get so many different types of brides, uh, which I love. I don't I don't like when we feel confined to one trend, like, oh, everyone's going simple right now or everybody wants satin and strapless. Um, for me, that's like never been my narrative. I like kind of tapping into unique personalities and really thinking about each individual girl and then telling that story. Are you designing suits, pants suits, jumpsuits? What like we do. Okay. Um I love not limiting the the landscape, especially now because it is so diverse. Right. And we offer a lot of jumpsuits. We do some bandos and trouser pant type combos in our red carpet line. Um, but you do kind of have to balance your assortment Mm -hmm. and what's selling the most still is the all over ball gown or the A-line shape, um, for us at least. So that's really What about for brides that are also expecting mothers to be pregnant brides? This is like a big thing now. Totally. Um, Because I guess the taboo on having, you know, a kid out of marriage or, well, you would technically be married, but... Um, getting pregnant out of marriage yes. is not taboo anymore. <laughs> we actually dress a lot of expecting brides. And it's so funny because everyone always thinks, oh, that must be such a big challenge. And, yeah. You know, ultimately, it's just another beautiful curve on the woman's shape. And you yeah, but just, you don't know the size, how big you're going to get, especially as yeah, you move further along in the you pregnancy. Can, you can uh, predict and this is something that we do because our gowns are custom ordered and you know, there, there can be changes that happen to any woman's shape over the course of six months, nine months when she orders her dress that far in advance. So for me, I just see it as kind of an opportunity to make sure we're highlighting her in the best way. And sometimes we do a faster delivery mm-hmm. if a, a woman's expecting or we really tap into the alterations because that's where a lot of that magic happens in tailoring mm-hmm. the dress to her shape. And I think one of my favorite, actually two favorite um, expecting brides. One was a friend of mine, Carly Cardellino. She um, is the beauty director at Cosmo Online, and she was almost nine months pregnant. Oh my god! On her wedding day, and it's like the most fabulous picture you'll ever see her and her husband Gio who uh, is with Glam Squad and I I was just obsessed with the look because she was so daring and so fabulous and she went with a plunging neckline and we did a stretch crepe so it just hugged her shape and she just was beaming and it was it was a beautiful execution and it did not compromise her beauty in any way shape or form So since you're friends you would know the answer to this why didn't she just wait till after she delivered You know I think to that get married. they were just excited to embrace a moment of just them two before the arrival of their precious baby Della. Um, (laughs) But I obviously can't speak for them, but it was such a moment. Um, And then another one was Lauren Leyendijk from The Bachelor and Ari. So she, we knew we were going to be designing her dress in advance, but then we found out she was pregnant. And so for us, we just wanted to make sure she felt very much like the best version of herself mm-hmm. and that her vision of what she wanted on that day was not going to be compromised. So, and she hit it. So, I mean, not hit it, but like she, you couldn't even tell she was pregnant. Um, and she's also very petite. So you mm-hmm. would think, you know, if, if you're smaller, maybe see you it. see the, the bump sooner, but for her, it was, it just was so magical. Um, and we made sure that the waistline was like a little bit higher just so right. that she was comfortable um, because you want to look beautiful and glamorous on your wedding day, but you also want to feel like you can be a functional human and enjoy yourself and eat and dance and well, do Well, I'm things. actually speaking to two brides to be because you're engaged, Haley, and Ari Chavez is sitting next to you and she is about to be married. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like you guys are both in that where where are you, Ari, in the in the wedding dress department? 
So I also got my dress from Kleinfeld. Yay. But it just I just got an email yesterday saying it came in, so I have to make my first fitting appointment. Very excited. I have to figure out with my mom like when we could go and, you know, try it on. But that's What does that feel like when your dress just comes in? It was really exciting. I got the email. I was at work and I got it and I was like, Oh my God (laughs) No matter how bad the day is, I'm pretty happy right now. So I was really excited. Do do you get to experience that feeling with brides? I'm lucky enough to actually be pretty involved. I'm a bit of a stalker on Instagram. uh, (laughs) So I like to really follow up with my brides and I personally respond to all my DMs. So I like being really close to the action and feeling like I'm accessible to her. Okay. Um, And I try to follow as much as I can throughout the wedding process. And once she says yes to the dress um, and the dress comes in and everything, that she's happy. And then she knows what to expect in her alterations and fittings because that is a really big process of it. Um, Really making sure that dress is tailored to perfection to you. Hold that thought, Haley. We're going to have more momming right after this. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Let's continue the conversation. Uh, that feeling of, you know, you're, you're about to try on this big, expensive decision you made probably a couple of months ago. Yes. Um, and I remember when I had my first fitting for my wedding dress, I was like, oh, I hope it really looks like what I remember it looks like. And it still fits. But what, what are the rules for how much you should take in? Because every bride says, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Let's make it really tight. And then you get to your third fitting and it's like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. what are the rules? So I'm not a big person that believes in rules because I think everyone is different. Everyone wants it to fit differently. Everyone wants it to highlight something that another girl doesn't want to highlight. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really is such a case-by-case thing. And I think it's all about really being in tune with what you really want and not feeling uh, controlled by like what trend is or what somebody's telling you to do. Um, so that that's all about you just being very confident and, and decisive in your dis, in your mm-hmm. process of fitting the dress. Um, you want to be comfortable on that day, no matter what. Um, but if you want to be, you know, a little bit snatched, I, I get it as well. So it's it's kind of like you have to have that nice balance, but, um, but really just be in tune with yourself. What are you excited about? Are Me? You? Yeah. I mean, you're, well, the, the clock is ticking. The final month is chaotic, by the way. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, I'm very excited to see the dress. I hope it's as nice as I remember. I can't wait for my fiancé to see me in the dress. Wait, when is he going to see you in it? Well, the wedding day. But we are doing a first look. Okay. Yeah, I was torn between it. I'm I'm actually curious to see if what you think about first looks, Haley. But um, I was really torn because I really wanted his reaction when I'm walking down the aisle. But first looks are pretty cool because I also want to enjoy the cocktail hour. <laughs> She's very um, pragmatic. I yeah. love that. You know, you got to have your priorities. Yeah. <laughs> the, cup, the food. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, to each his own, for sure. I believe in doing a first look when it makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. It's It can be such a special moment when it's just you two and a photographer. Um, I also love the That's big aisle life. walk. Yeah. When the first time he sees you, you're coming down the aisle or, you know, so it's like everybody's different. And I, again, I just appreciate that there's such a diversity in what people want to do now. 
Um, I say you just dropped a lot of money on that wedding. You want to enjoy the cocktail hour. That's yeah. very true. First look with the photographer, <laughs> private moment. You'll cry, he'll cry. You're good. Totally. Perfect. That's what I'll do. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, you know that's what you want to do, Haley. You know, for me, I probably will defer to a conversation with Conrad and see where he's at and what he wants to do because it's such a mutual moment. Mm-hmm. And so if, if he's very much one way, like I want to see you. you oh, know, of course flying in on a parachute or something is it it intimidating as a wedding dress designer i mean you are prominent on say yes to the dress you're like the authority when it comes to brides to have to think about what you are going to wear as a bride yeah it is definitely intimidating and i've found myself very much procrastinating and i have this word called procrastinating where you you get lost (laughs) in a craft project on something totally unrelated um a lot more these days because I, I really have no idea what I want to do. And it's kind of great to have so many options and feel so um, accessible to these beautiful fabrics. And, you know, th- yeah, you have the run of the mill. But um, but I also just, I think it's all about getting in tune with what what am I really, really gravitating toward? And I believe in being an of-the-moment bride. So I'm not so worried about what like is this going to look like in 10 years. I, I want to be in that moment very much present and excited for that big fashion choice. So that translation is in maybe 20 years, you're going to look back at these pictures and say, what was I thinking? Yeah, but I kind of love that. <laughs> I, I mean, know, there's I literally nothing better than looking at wedding pictures from the 60s and 70s and just going, oh my gosh, okay. like, that is fantastic. So <laughs> I, I got married about 10 years ago and... Just last night, it was so funny. I was at my in-laws. I was looking at my wedding album with my daughter. And except for a couple more wrinkles, you know, and and maybe some gray hairs, my husband and I kind of look the same. And the it, it felt pretty modern, and it was a decade ago. Oh, Does that I mean I was out of style when I got married? No. Or the styles no, got boring or they all. haven't changed? No. And again, it's it was your journey. It was your wedding. And I think it's really beautiful to look back on it and have – a pleasantry, like a memory of, of wonder and magic and, you know, just appreciating it, um, not getting too tied up in all these details of, oh, was that the right choice or whatever. What's so, in for, for bridesmaids and bridal parties? What are you doing, Ari? So my fiance and I, we met in high school. We're high school sweethearts. <laughs> and our first date was, so a, <laughs> was um, a movie theater. We went with like a group of people. We were 16. He was 17. But um, so we're kind of co- doing a movie themed concept we don't want it to look like too kiddish but we're incorporating some of our favorite uh, movies so like our bridal party is going to walk out to some of our favorite songs in our favorite movies we're going to have um it's we're getting married on the beach so it's like a bunch of different themes all in one so it's like a garden themed very romantic um and then some movie concepts thrown in there so that's She's sweet. been planning avidly. Yes, I have. I do love wedding planning. You're being very mindful, <laughs> and I and I love that there's meaning and purpose yeah. mm-hmm. throughout the theme. So. Yes. So if you get it, you get it. If you don't, it's cool too. You guys get it, and it's good for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Aww. Mm-hmm. But what for? I mean, in terms of, I mean, I I hear, and it it could be because we're a little bit older, um, but. You know, people like breathe a sigh of relief when they're not asked to be a bridesmaid now. Is that like a thing? Do people not want to be in wedding parties because of the time and financial commitment? It definitely depends, I think, a lot on the expectations of the bride. And I can relate to 
wanting to relinquish control over feeling like you have to be at every single event leading up to the wedding and, you know, you have all these duties. And so it can seem like a big undertaking. And, and I know every single bride is very different, but, um, you know, there's there's probably not a, a real um, routine right now. There's so many different things that brides are doing. Mm. Some girls want all 10 bridesmaids matching and showing up to all their events and other brides, they want, they pick a color and say, go find a dress that you love that works for your personality or whatever. Right. And it'll still look beautiful. Um, and then there are girls that just feel like, you know what, I don't maybe need a bridal party mm-hmm. or I want to just have like a, um, people that are significant to us as a couple, you know? So it's almost like more of a wedding party than it is like bride and groom focused right? or bride and bride or groom and groom focused. There's um, no more rules. There's just no love more it. rules. Yeah. So you really can embrace it and have some fun with it. What's happening on Say Yes to the Dress? And why is that show so addictive? Oh. <laughs> I know. It's a fabulous show. And it is so authentic to what the process, a lot of the process can be like. And Kleinfeld just does such an excellent job um, with their the designers they have in their house and the assortments and their consultants are fantastic. They really know their stuff. Um, But I think what gravitates people the most to it is it's such an important decision and it comes with such a wonderful emotional attachment and you just want to hear people's stories. And I think even now more than ever, it's about storytelling and knowing what got them to there and why they're making that choice because it's not, it's not always necessarily attached to their fashion choices. Um, There's so many variables that go into it. Who's paying for the dress, um, whose opinion matters, you know, and sometimes it just the bride matters. That's it. She gets to choose it. So I'm sorry if I I don't know all the details here, but so you're on the show and you design a specific dress for them or you take them into your closet of dresses. How does that work? It depends. Um, We're very collection-based, so rarely do we make custom gowns unless, um, you know, we're doing it for a bigger project or we're – I always like designing custom dresses but then making sure they become available to brides Mm. because I love having the accessibility there. Um, But with Say Yes, I come on as a designer typically. I usually help – throughout their shopping process, um, or I'll come in at the very end when they're kind of ready to say yes. It just really depends on the structure and how the appointment's going. Um, Randy Finoli is the host of the show. Um, so fantastic. And he's wonderful, a wonderful human. Um, and you know, when we get the opportunity to do something that's a bit special or over Mm -hmm. the top, it's always a lot of fun. How important is the mother in this, um, in this experience? Either, because the bride just needs the mother's approval and, and she might not get it or because the mother can't be there because she's Mom's a big deal. Mom's yeah. always a big deal. I know. But is she the biggest factor in that wedding dress decision? I think the bride is the biggest factor for sure, hands down. That's where I would put my money all day, every day. But I think it's really wonderful when there's a nice sign of respect that the mom is being included and involved. She Typically, in most situations, she's been a part of the bride's life, you know, her mm-hmm. whole life. Um, and it's nice when you see a, a really pretty chemistry happening between them and there's a, a, a mutual respect there. Mm-hmm. And that happens more often than not. And a lot of times she is paying for it. Um, but you never know. Some brides come in and she's paying for it. And so that does that does have a factor. Have you been in a situation where the mother upsets the bride? Absolutely. Tell and me it's, about that. It's devastating, especially to watch because... 
a lot of times the bride is looking for the approval or looking for that special reaction from her mom. That was me. Yeah. And I'm okay. very close to my mother, but she go. was like a blank slate with You're every like, dress. What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> and so that that really is um, a big deal. And I see it happen a lot where the girl falls in love with her dress and she wants her mom to cry. Like they they have this attachment to the idea of the mom in tears. Um, and I totally respect it because – you know, it, it's something that you think about for a big period of your life. And then when it's you're finally in that moment, you don't know what to expect. And it can be very different than what you imagined. Um, but I guess my advice to that is just to have the confidence in knowing your story is different. And, you know, your wedding shopping process is going to be different than anyone else's. Sometimes there'll be tears. Sometimes there'll be laughs, you know. And <laughs> just try not to put too much pressure on yourself, really, because you want to enjoy it and you want to just be very present in the moment. And so mom is a big deal. And I think she does have a responsibility to continue being that fabulous mom to her. And, you know, you don't got to fake the tears or anything, but I think it's it's just nice when you're present. My mom eventually cried, by the way, as did I, but we weren't Good. sure if we were crying out of frustration because I think I tried oh. on every dress in all of New York City at that point <laughs> or that we really <laughs> loved the dress. I want to know if you're seeing a trend of brides bringing their future mother-in-laws. Ooh. Yes. Big time. Actually, that's probably more than 50% of appointments. Okay. They'll be bringing their future mother-in-law um, and usually a best friend or a maid mm-hmm. of honor or sister. Um and, you know, every once in a while you get a bride that shops by herself. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't trust myself. I need I, I, Yeah, I just, I like the validation mm-hmm. too. But I, I really respect it when a girl wants to say like, no, this is my decision and I'm going in alone and I'm doing it. And I think that's great. Um, and then you also see very rarely the bride shopping with her fiancé. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Which is, you know, you would think, but a lot of times it's really, really charming. I do um, see it a lot on the show where the bride will be like, oh, this is my fiance watching me. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I would be you, intimidated, I but yeah, I also same. feel when they have like a charming um, dynamic mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like one's controlling mm-hmm. the other and they're just like, look, this person is my best friend and I value their opinion. Yeah. And um, a dress just looks like a dress, but when it's fitted and your veil is on and your jewelry yeah. and your makeup and your hair. I mean, it's a completely different look. T- totally. So you would still get that surprise factor, I would imagine, on the, the big true. day. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huh. Absolutely. Um, and finally, you're also designing jewelry. Yes. Um, dresses and diamonds all the way. <laughs> I'm so grateful, actually, um, because with Hearts on Fire, they're an incredible company. Their diamonds are conflict-free. And when we came to this fabulous licensing partnership. Um, It was at the right time for our business, and we felt like we could deliver a similar message aesthetically that we do in the bridal space into the jewelry space. And so we wanted there to be that harmony between how we sit in wedding dresses and how we sit in diamonds. Um, And the collection was actually inspired by three of our more iconic Kaylee Page gowns. And so the design process is really unique because we were manifesting dress elements in jewelry. Um, mm. And so the transition... Is is that what you're wearing on yes, your finger? Actually, because I can't um, stop looking at it. keeps moving her hand. I mean, are you like hiding ours? We're like, um... <laughs> Never. Oh my gosh. Um, so we have three engagement rings on the collection and then 20 
to um, statement pieces. And the idea is that there are no rules to this either. Um, but this piece that I'm wearing, Conrad actually designed from the collection. So oh, wow. it was one of my personal favorites. And then right. he kind of worked a little extra magic on it, made it a bit okay. more celestial, added some pink sapphires in, you know. And with a flick of the wrist, you know, I have this gorgeous um, piece on my hand. Uh and I was totally surprised by it that he was collaborating with them behind Aww, behind my back. That's awesome. <laughs> but it was lovely. Um, and it's also just helped me kind of exercise my design muscles and get mm-hmm. a little more knowledge going on facets and. Just yeah, you're sparkle. not just any run of the mill designer. You actually went to Cornell. Yes, I for did. this. I know. I am a scientist of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, actually, I graduated with a bachelor's of science, which is crazy, um, in fiber science and apparel design. And the program is really unique. I would push it on anyone that's interested in design, of course. But I've always respected a lot of the mathematics and science and astronomy and astrology and all that kind of stuff. And I went into Cornell thinking I was going to do pre-med and do something creative in the medicine world. Uh, my dad is a surgeon. So I was like, well, I guess, you know, Makes this, sense. Is a, yeah. this is where I should go. Um, and then I got distracted by some sparkle. <laughs> but they have this incredible program for design. Um, and it's really real, well-rounded because they teach you a lot about science and the mathematics behind pattern making and all these fun ways of really making it a viable profession. So I guess just the way I think my brain is structured. It was the right choice for me. Um, of course, Heck there. Yeah, it was. Thank you. There are plenty of design programs out there that are fantastic. So, um, but for me, that was that was I'm very grateful for it. Can both of you please keep us posted on your weddings? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yes, and can will. I just say <laughs> yes? When I think of Haley Page, I think of this like beautiful princess fairy, and you're exactly that in person. Thank like, you. You really are. Ditto. Ditto. Thank yeah. you so much. And I don't even think she's trying. Right I know. Now. <laughs> You're, I don't, yeah, I don't think exactly so. What I, I think you're just naturally yeah. like a princess. Yeah. Thank you so much. I know. You're a real princess. Aww. You're very kind. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, my day. <laughs> Thank you. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.